The NBA is on TuneIn, streaming NBA games around the globe. It's time to bring you the confrontational front court of Michael Rappaport and Kenyon Martin. Kmart oh, sends it home. This is Two Men Weave on the NBA on TuneIn, your home for the NBA Finals. All right, we're back. This is the Two yes, Man Weave. Michael Rappaport, Kenyon Martin. A man who never shies away from that action or that bump. Never. Kmart. How you feeling, my man? I'm good, boss. How you doing today on this fine Wednesday? I'm feeling good, man. I'm feeling good. This is a, this is a very, very fun time of the year. There's it's NBA action every single night. Are you watching all the games, Kenyon? Yeah, I'm definitely watching them. I'm tuning in as many as I can catch. Um, they kind of do you injustice um, having um, the game start on NBA TV at 7 and then What's up, fellas? another game come on at 8. You know, that's a little um, – but I got it set up at my crib, you know what I'm saying, where we can watch multiple games. So it's a good thing. It's a good, it's a good thing, good time of year. Um, there's some good, exciting games so far. Um, some more impressive than others. Some teams more exciting to watch than others, but it's still good basketball all together. Yeah, I want to uh... – I want to get your take on all that. Um, if you never listened to the show, this is the two-man weave. My name is Michael Rappaport. Kenyon Martin. They call us the confrontational two. Um, we do we do the thing. We do it. We do it live and direct every Wednesday. Okay, every single Wednesday throughout the playoffs from five to seven p.m. Eastern until the wheels fall off. Um, I'm gonna just jump right into it, Kenyon. I feel like it's 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 uh it's worthy of the first segment. Sets the tone of the show. Yep. I think you know where I'm going with this. It's the uh, skinny genification moments of the week playoff edition. The skinny genification moments of the week playoff edition volume one. This is just the beginning. If you've never heard of the skinny genification of the NBA, basically, we're talking about the softening of the NBA. The watering down of the NBA. It has nothing to do with outfits, although that that, that is an issue. <laughs> it started there. It started there. See, it's see, Kenyon, that's a very, very good point. It started there, and I thought that would be the end of it. I, I, I thought, okay, I'm a little older. They crucified, literally crucified Allen Iverson. Yeah. Put him up on a cross in a pair of baggy jeans, a baggy hoodie and with a do-rag, <laughs> and, a, and a baseball hat tilted to the back, and some truck jewelry. And lots of jewels. Lots of jewels. Yo, Kenya, in your days of the NBA, yeah. before we get into these three skinny genification moments of the week, who would be your top three heaviest jewel wearers that you played with? That you played, not, not, no, I'm sorry, not that you played with, that were in the league during your tenure in the NBA. So you didn't have to play with them, but you might have seen them in the locker room, seen them on, you know, throughout the, the year. Who were the dudes that came in with the heaviest jewels? Three. Give me your top three. Um, Allen Iverson for one. Um, Jermaine O'Neal. 
Zach Randolph. Wow. Zebo, huh? Zebo, yeah, yeah. Zebo has some jewels. <laughs> I didn't know that about Zebo. Yeah, a lot of people wouldn't know that, you know. Um, but nah, yeah, Zebo. But yeah, nobody top Chuck. No Bubba Chuck. Nobody topped AI man. And it's it's just one of them things where he set the tone for a lot of guys, and a lot of guys bought a lot of bad jewelry. Trying mm. to keep up, trying to keep up with the Joneses, trying to look like AI. A lot of guys bought a lot of faulty diamonds and a uh. whole lot of wasted money spent trying to keep uh. up with AI. Now, now you had you had to have some jewels in your, in, in your in your days. When, when when you show up to practice and you show up to the games, where do the jewels go when you to make sure they don't well, get stolen? Well, for one, let's start there. I've never worn jewelry to practice. Let's start there. And if you I wore like jewelry to practice and I was there, you got talked about. You, you mean when teased. you're you mean you mean to right. the to the to the gym or to the to, to practice. the to practice. You mean to to the to facility? Practice. Yes, the practice facility. If you got jewelry on coming to practice, we need to talk. <laughs> Wait, hold on, Ken. You talking about practice? Yeah, we we talking ain't about, here talking about skinny genification. You talking about talking about the game. We talking about practice. We talking about practice. We ain't talking <laughs> about the game. We're talking about wearing jewels to practice? Yeah, that's a problem. So why that's why a, was that a problem? Yeah, like who you trying to impress? Like we're here to get better. Like, we, like, guys get out of bed to go to practice, man. Listen, I used to wear house shoes and team sweats and a hoodie to practice, man. House shoes. I'm not getting right. dressed to go to practice. <clears throat> right. Unless we going on the road right after, that's the only time you wearing jewelry to practice is acceptable if we leave and go get on a plane right afterwards and you okay. got dressed to come for the plane ride and for the next city. But other than that, wearing jewelry to the game, yeah. But practice, nah, that's... You might have your earrings on, but other than that, man, if you come, you got on three, four chains, bracelet, ring, pinky ring, <laughs> iced out watch at practice. Like, now we need to have a, like, we really need to have a talk. Now, I just want to clarify. You're real insecure in yourself right now. I- I'm sorry, Kenny. I just want to just clarify. Are we talking about practice? <laughs> we, t- we ain't talking about the game, Mike. Wait, we are we talking about, about the game, game or are we, we talking about, about practice? About, we're talking about practice. All right. Yeah, I just want to say this. I've said this to you a few times, Ken. I think the biggest surprise, not that I thought any different, but I love the fact that you are so into your basketball and, and, and so into the X's and O's and the getting better and the improvement. I think that when people saw you playing, they thought it was just Kenya Martin shows up. He's a high-flying freak athlete. But the more I talk to you, and the more I talk to you about your, 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 your days in college and what that meant to you and, what, and how you learned the game and how you really appreciated learning the game, I just really, really, I just appreciate it. I just appreciate it, and I love the way you, you articulate uh, that stuff to me. We appreciate it, brother. Yeah, no, it's <clears throat> about paying attention to detail, man, by being a student of the game and, and just paying attention to your environment, um, knowing what we're there for. Um, like, people might say, you ask some people, oh, oh, Kenyon didn't practice a lot. Well, Kenyon was hurt some of them times he didn't practice. But mm. I didn't mind practicing. Uh, I know that's where you get better. Uh, I know that's when you work on your craft, you work on your game and things like that. You know, but no, man, just paying attention and just being knowledgeable of, of what you're there for and, and your surroundings and, and and being able to be coached and listen. You know, a lot of guys don't like to listen. They don't think they're coachable. You know, but just always being that guy to be coached. You know, um, I think I was that and some. Um, but, no, yeah, it's about being professional as well. All right. I think the practice issue is where some of the skin and genification comes from. 
and I'm going to jump <laughs> into the first skinny genification moment of the week playoff edition. And Kenyon, please feel free to add anything if I'm forgetting it. We didn't yep. have time to go over this. But the number one skinny genification moment of the week, Paul Millsap. Paul Millsap, this is a big guy. This is a tough guy. If you saw him in a dark alley, you'd be like, oh, snap. Big dude. After the Washington Wizards beat the Atlanta Hawks in game one of their first round series, Paul Millsap said to the press he had the audacity he had he wasn't embarrassed to say this see i if, if i felt like what he's what, what i'm about to repeat what he said I, I i would maybe talk to him about my coaches say it to the refs but i wouldn't have the i'd be too ashamed that Kenyon martin and michael rapport would get on the two-man weave and blow me up about the skinny genification moment one of the week which is paul Millsap said after the game that the Wizards are out there playing MMA, not basketball. But, man, check this out, Paul Millsap. We're not in the sandbox, okay? We're not playing Atari. Uh, we're not playing video games. This is the NBA playoffs, okay? We're not out here playing twinkle toes. This ain't the regular season. This ain't the all-star game. This is the first round of the playoffs. Tighten up the belt. Tape up the ankles. And, and 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 move forward. Don't go crying that they're playing uh, MMA and 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 not basketball. Of course they're playing MMA and not basketball. First of all, you don't know what MMA is, Paul Millsap. Okay, you 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 weren't watching games in the eighties and in the nineties. Okay, you weren't out there playing. You were watching them, but you weren't out there getting banged around by guys whose sole job, whose sole purpose in the league was to knock people down and. Rip their hearts away. If I'm the Washington Wizards, if I'm Gortat, I'm like, I already got this dude. Like, I, I, I have him. What is your take on this guy saying this? Yeah, you know, um, as soon as you text me, what was my first word? Soft. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, that's like game one and you complaining. Um, maybe I, I, I'm, I was trying to get him the benefit of the doubt because it is Paul Millsap and I know his pedigree and I know what he's about. That maybe he was telling this team that they need to meet um, oh. the physicality that's being played out there. But still, you don't come out and it, it just comes across as, as if that you're complaining about how physical your opponent is. Right. And once they witness that, they're not going to let up. And there was that one play where what he's talking about when he was on the on the ground, loose ball, Markeith Moore's dived on top of him, and he didn't really get upset. He didn't have the emotion. I could see why he'd talk to the media because none of his teammates really had his back in that scenario. They called a jump ball in that play. It was definitely not a jump ball. But, you know, you could see the frustration. He was getting banged around. Markeith Morris was banging around. Even John Wall hit him on a pick. Yeah, no, that's that's part of it, man. Like, guys are going to bring that hard hat, especially this time of year. Them guys playing at home, they trying to protect home, home court. You know, they're going to bring it. They're going to do whatever they can to do to win that game. And Markeith Morris brought the fight to Paul Millsap, Definitely. which normally Paul Millsap brings the fight to people. You know, and I, thought, I I don't think he was expecting that. You know, and he got on. He was playing on his heels for most of the game. And, and then Markeith Morris got the confidence that he was going to continue to do that. And he <laughs> did. And, and, and as a result of that, that's the statement that you get from Paul Millsap. wasn't a good game for Paul. He was getting dunked on left yeah. and right. Markeith, Faliu. Gortat was pushing him around. You could tell he didn't want anything with yeah, Gortat. But not at all. Skinny genification in the playoffs, please. Yeah. Hey, hey, yeah. 
Kenyon Gortat, he's a, he's a, he's a tough player. Like he's just going to keep coming. He's not he's not going to back down. Like he 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 was he's a he's a tough player, tough customer, right? <clears throat> Yeah, he plays hard, man. Um, he's not from here, of course. That's their pedigree, man. Most guys that's not from here, they play hard, especially Biggs. Um, Gortat, he's a hard-nosed guy. He brings his, his lunch pail every night, and, and he's ready. He's always ready to play. And that's just who he is. So, so you have to meet that. And I don't, I don't think that Atlanta has the Biggs besides Dwight um, to meet that. <clears throat> yeah, well, when it comes to physicality, that's, that's definitely not Dwight's uh, – Yeah. Forte and and you know I mean the reality is it's only game one. I mean I think it's easy to get all nervous and and all this stuff. Um, I'm gonna that brings us to uh, skinny genification moment of the week number two. Vince Carter, who's what is he 52 years old now? Kenyon, correct me if I'm wrong. <laughs> yeah, hey Vince, hey, <laughs> hey Vince, uh, pushing that, pushing that. Yeah, I mean I love Vince. Vince isn't the uh, Vince isn't the culprit here. Yeah. He got all up in the grill piece of San Antonio Spur Kyle Anderson. Kyle Anderson all up in his grill. Had his nose all against him, talking <clears throat> greasy. Kyle did nothing but smile. Now I get it, peace and love. You know, uh, you guys are winning the game, but 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 you gotta you gotta do something. You, the guy, first of all, Vince Carter, Hall of Famer, but right now he's first team geriatric. He's kicking butt. No disrespect against Vince Carter, but but Kyle Anderson, when when he's he's all you could smell like his life, like not his breath, you could smell his entire <laughs> life, like you you could smell his whole history, like he, he gave you DNA, all up. You got to do something. I know he's a spur, and they have a different formula, or whatever. But I mean, that's skinny genification moment number two. Uh, uh, we're going to get to more skinny genification moments. Kenyon, you appeared on The Herd with my man Colin Coward. Colin Coward called the Warriors the skinny jean team. Okay? <laughs> Listen, when these people are – Colin is my guy. We got to correct them. It's the skinny genification, Colin. The skinny genification of the NBA people. Yeah, yeah that's my bad. That's my, I should have corrected them. I take full responsibility for that. We, we got to spread the word and make sure yeah. it, it's clear and people are understanding what's going on because it's happening left and right. And yeah. just because it's basketball season, <clears throat> don't think that when football season comes around, and, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, Kenyon, you did say you're not a big fantasy football player, but you will play in the Iron Rapport Fantasy Football League next year. And you 1, said 1,000 percent. Oh, 1,000 percent will be a part of it. And in fantasy, you're not afraid of that bump. Not at all. I'm saying, I think I know the game pretty well, man, to be able to pick a team, put it together, all right. and compete all right. at a high level. That's what I'm talking about. Because because that, at, at that point when we get into football and NBA, the champion uh, is decided, there is skinny genification in the NBA. There's skinny genification uh, across the board. But right now it's NBA season. It's the playoffs. <clears throat> the important games are tonight. Atlanta at Washington, immediately following the two-man weave. OKC at Houston and Portland at Golden State. I want to jump right into OKC at Houston and then double back with Atlanta and then Portland at Golden State and the Kevin Durant of it all. What is your take on OKC at Houston, Kenyon? The OKC in Houston series. Um... Yeah, um, Houston played well. No, they made shots. Um, 
Oklahoma City didn't play all that well. Um, Russ didn't shoot the ball particularly well and um, had a few turnovers. Um, but, but Houston did what they were supposed to do. They're at home. Um, they took care of home um, first game at home. You know, so I'm not uh, not too surprising there. Um, James does what he's been doing all year. Um, the team did what they've been doing all year. So I'm not surprised. Um, it's game one of the playoffs. They took care of home court, and we'll see how tonight goes. Um, teams make adjustments after game one, and um, we'll see how it goes. What What is it like in, in, in a playoff series? Mm-hmm. Um, this is a twofold question, and we might have to get to the, the second part of it when, when we come back from the first break. Okay. But let's say, like, the, that team, they, 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 that, those teams, they played Saturday. That was their first game. They were fortunate to have two days off. Um coming into uh, the, the game tonight. Are, they, are the practices just detail-oriented? Like, like, when you talk about these adjustments, how are they being given, how are they being articulated to the players, um, you know, in these, these days off between a game one and a game two of the NBA playoffs in the first round? Yeah, it's just, yeah, it's just going over details, man. You're not doing too much running. Um, some of the younger guys that's probably not getting as much action might get out on the court. Um, but you're just walking through things, um, to, to just fine-tuning some sets, going over to other team sets and things like that. It's a lot of film, a lot of talking things out, um, a lot of talking, a lot of talking, a lot of talking, a lot of communication throughout with players and coaches um, back and forth, um, just trying to figure out what we did right, what we did wrong in the previous game. And um, guys getting shots up and just working on your body, you know. So I think that's um, that's the gist of it um, in playoff basketball, what you're doing in order to get prepared for the next game. And, and, you know, it's shocking uh, for the first game. Not shocking. I don't want to overuse the word. But it was yeah. surprising that the, 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 the guy who uh, was talked about the most after the first game, it wasn't the two MVP candidates, James Harden and Russell Westbrook, the guy that, that sort of disrupted and, and created the most noise and was sort of the star of the game, especially for, for people that aren't, uh, you know, everyday basketball fans. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure there's a bunch of them watching uh, this series because of all the talk around it. Patrick Beverly. Now, now, how much how, how much disruption can he continue with Russell Westbrook? I mean, he, he's got the foot speed, he's got the tenacity. You know, I asked you a few times before. You know, de- defense. You know, the the first priority for defense is the willingness and the effort. He certainly has that. He's not scared. He's not yes. overwhelmed. How much of a problem? You know, if in this series, which I don't think is going to go past the sixth game, um, if they're lucky at this point, um, how much of a problem and how much of a factor can he continue to be? I mean, it, it's not like he's doing anything tricky with Russell Westbrook. He's just he's using his foot speed. He's a pain in the butt. Yeah. He's the type of dude you want on your team. You don't want this guy all over you, on you. He, he's, he got a lot of energy just like Russell. Well, what's the deal with Patrick Beverly in this series? Pat is a hell of a player. He's a hell of a defender. Um, he's a pest. Um, what's the reason that he's in the NBA is his ability to defend 94 feet, um, bother the opposing team's point guard um, or best ball handler, whoever that might be. But in this situation, Russ had a bad game. Um, okay. Russ had a bad game. Well, let's just be honest. Um, Pat was there. Russ averaged 36 in the four regular season games that they played. Right. Um, and Pat was there. Um, not taking anything away from Patrick Beverly, but Russ, like he said in his little statement, Russ, I do what I want to do. Right. And I'm not taking anything from that. You know, it was one game. He had nine turnovers. He didn't shoot the mm. ball particularly well. 
shots that he makes all the time. He missed right. passes he normally completely missed. So I'm not uh, I'm not alarmed or or surprised by anything that went on in game one. Um, it's the playoffs. Things happen. Um, I'm pretty sure Russ will be a lot better than he was in game one um, being tonight. But, yeah, now Pat is going to continually to try to bother Russ, and Russ is going to continue to try to impose his will. You know, um, and and that makes for exciting basketball. Did you guys know that Patrick Beverly has a summer camp for kids that specializes in defense in Houston called Camp Lockdown? Yeah, that's what's up. I need to send my <laughs> son there. You know, that's a, I might need to join him. Yeah. On how to play post D. <laughs> and I'm saying defense. So I think that's a good idea, man. That's a great that's a great concept because it's a lost form. It's a lost art in basketball, being able to stay in front of the ball. Being able to pick the ball up and stay in front of the ball, he is tenacious. Yeah, no, he. It's all will, like Mike said. It's all will. It's all determination. It's all pride. You know, he takes pride in that side of the ball, which not a lot of guys do. But the unfortunate part of that is, he has a he has a freight train going downhill at him each and every possession. Right. You know, and he's not going to play bad two games in a row. I don't think. You know, so that's why they play the game, and we'll be tuned in. Definitely tonight. Tonight. All right, this is the two-man weave. My name is Michael Rappaport, Kenyon Martin. We have uh, J-Dub, show you love. Jordan, the uh, producer extraordinaire. Uh, he breaks uh, He breaks the rules of the two-man weave, which is the fact check. But we need... Show you right. We, we, need, we, we need facts checked when we're talking about basketball. It is playoff time. Stats do mean something now. Um, <laughs> they don't mean everything, but they are important. Um, we're going to be right back. We're talking about everything that has to do... With the NBA playoffs, we're talking about – we're going to veer off into whole other things. I, I might discuss the fact that Tom Brady and his New England Patriots showed up and didn't show up to the to the, to White, White House today. Uh, he ain't my quarterback. He's a great <laughs> nice. quarterback. I'd have I him like on my it. fantasy like football it. team. Hey, Kenyon, I'd pick him on my fantasy football team any day, but that ain't reality. That's fantasy. This is the two-man weave. Okay? We'll be right back. Kenyon Martin, Michael Rappaport. Stay tuned. Two Man Weave continues after this on the NBA on TuneIn. Hi. Uh, I found a toy dinosaur over on the playground by Smith Street. Uh, it had this phone number on it, and, well, uh, I just wanted to make sure the dinosaur made it back to its little owner. Yeah. Hi. I think I found your kid's stuffed animal near the swing set. Um, just want to call. I'm sure she misses it. I know my son gets super attached to the smallest things, even a fire truck. Uh, and I'd be happy to drop it off. The toy was a little muddy, so I cleaned it up. And, um, it's good to go whenever you're around. When I found the little sippy cup, I just had to give you a call. It's for a kid, you know? We'd do anything for kids. Yet one in six children in the U.S. struggle with hunger. Help end childhood hunger and give all of our kids the meals they need to grow. Learn how at feedingamerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. Adopt U.S. Kids presents Multiple Choice Parenting. Your daughter just had her first breakup. Do you A, put yourself in her shoes? How could he do this to you? And for Sheila, she, she has split ends. B, console her. Oh, sweetie. This is going to happen a lot. Four, maybe five more times before you get married. C, take charge. Got to get this all straightened out. Keep a little talking to, man to man, mano a mano. Hey, Steve. 
It's now a good time? No? Okay, no problem. Bye. Or D, help her find a new boyfriend. I know a great place to meet boys. The internet. Nice, single boys. Never mind. How about some ice cream? As a parent, there are no perfect answers. But you don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. Thousands of teens in foster care will love you just the same. For more information on how you can adopt, visit AdoptUSKids.org. A public service announcement from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, AdoptUSKids, and the Ad Council. I spend a lot of time in the backyard. And I'm the center of attention at summer barbecues. In 96, I made some of the tastiest s'mores you've ever had. In 01, we stayed up all night telling ghost stories with the neighbors. Yeah, I know I've got a bit of wear and tear. And sadly, in 09, it was me, your backyard fire pit that accidentally started a wildfire. When a summer breeze carried one of my embers into some dry brush. Sparks from an improperly extinguished fire pit can start a wildfire. Spark a change, not a wildfire. Visit SmokeyBear.com, brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ad Council. Only you can prevent wildfires. Hi, uh, I found a toy dinosaur over on the playground by Smith Street. Uh, it had this phone number on it, and, well, uh, I just wanted to make sure the dinosaur made it back to its little owner. Yeah, hi. I think I found your kid's stuffed animal near the swing set. Um, just want to call. I'm sure she misses it. I know my son gets super attached to the smallest things, even a fire truck, uh, and I'd be happy to drop it off. The toy was a little muddy, so I cleaned it up, and um, it's good to go whenever you're around. When I found the little sippy cup, I just had to give you a call. It's for a kid, you know? We'd do anything for kids. Yet one in six children in the U.S. struggle with hunger. Help end childhood hunger and give all of our kids the meals they need to grow. Learn how at feedingamerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. Stay out of their lane. It's two-man weave with Michael Rappaport and Kenyon Martin. Oh, did Martin get that? All the way back down, he tipped in the alley for set play out of the timeout. That might be the dunk of the night. All right. This is the two-man weave. I'm in here with Kenyon Martin. My name is Michael Rappaport. J-Dub. Show you love. So we're talking about the NBA playoffs. Kenyon is not worried about OKC and Houston being a series. Kenyon, what do you think the series is going to wind up at? I, I believe last week you said five games. I think I said six. No, I think I said five games. You might have said six. I might where, have said where are you six. at now? Yeah, I think I said six. I'm going to stick with six. I'm going to stick with my own. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to stick with my number because, in my opinion, all Houston did was take care of home court um, game one. And you never know. They might come out here. They might can't throw it in the ocean tonight. And, um, and to be tired, but you never know. So they took care of game one. Um, I still think it, um, it's, it'll go six. Um, I think um, you, uh, Oklahoma City will go home and take care of business at home. Um, and Houston will come back and win game five, and then they'll close them out on the road, I think, in six. And then on June 26th, <laughs> two and a half months after the fact, <laughs> they're finally going to give one of these gentlemen who've been – 
campaigning. People have been discussing the regular season MVP on June 26th after yeah. Russell Westbrook is eliminated <laughs> and James Harden is, in fact, eliminated after they've both been to Puerto Vallarta or the yeah. south of France or, you know, Spain or Italy, wherever yeah. they go to decompress, to go on vacation. They have to show up for the NBA awards, and one of them will receive the regular season MVP, which I think is a travesty. You know, and I'm glad you put it that way that one of you saying that both of those guys might be eliminated. I watched Kawhi Leonard play the other night, man. And if it wasn't for the historic numbers that James and Russ put up this year, Yo, it ain't close, man. Kawhi is good. He's so <laughs> Yo, he Break is, it down. Like, I knew he was good before. I knew the progression that he's made since his rookie year to now. I came in averaging eight points and now averaging 25. Like, I've seen all that. I've seen the progression. I've seen it. Played against him. and But just to sit back, man, and just watch. Just I watched him. I watched the game, but I watched him. And he's special. Why? In a, in a different kind of way. Like, the way he approaches it, man, and. You wouldn't know it. It's not a lot of flash to it, but he does everything that all those other guys do for for their team. And Memphis made their run, and he was never worried. He was never concerned. Pop called a timeout or whatnot. But then they'll come out and run and play for Kawhi, and Kawhi make a good play. And, yeah, and it was just like the – like it's just – it's effortless to him. Mm. No matter – somebody asked me would it be different if Tony Allen was there. I want to say yes because Tony's a hell of a defender. But what I'm seeing in Kawhi right now, man, I just don't think no matter who you put in front of him, he's going to do that to any and everybody. The thing that impresses me about him is his poise. He's been poised. Like, he didn't have to get poised. Like, he just has the poise. And it's like the the right player in the right system with the right coach and the right fit. Yeah. To get his ability out of him, what they've done, man, put the – the, the the staff that they've put in place in order to help him get his game to where it needs to be. Um, that's Greg Popovich, man, in a nutshell. You know, he's – they had Tim, and Tim did it for the right way forever, and now they have another guy that's going to do it the right way until he decides not to play. Um, you know, that's, hey, that's a blessing in itself. Kawhi. Yes. What's so impressive to me about him, he makes every shot that he's supposed to make. Yes. If if you give him a little bit of space for three, it's nothing but net. He makes all his foul shots. You know, he he put a move. I mean, yes, Vince Carter is now 40 years old, but he put a move on Vince. I've never even seen before that little, like, stutter and go. He, like, halfway turned. Took one step from the foul line and just threw it home. Kawhi was built to play basketball. Yeah. And he plays D. He plays on both ends, and that's what separates him. I'm saying from a lot of people and a lot of he will he will get he will get some votes for MVP. You know, it's not and it won't be surprising. Sure. And it's rightfully deserved, you know, for what he for what he is, for what he does for the San Antonio Spurs, man. And, you know, I, I like watching him play. I, 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 not like I love watching him play. Wow. I haven't heard you give that big of a compliment to 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 a a, a, a modern day guy. Um out of the, you know, I mean, not not the yeah. There's just, certain guys that deserve it, and I'm saying the right. Like, and uh, not everybody is under our skinny genification moments. You know, what I'm saying not everybody <laughs> is there, and he is definitely not. You know, 
Russ might dress that way, but his game and the way he approaches it is not our skinny jeansification. And there's certain guys, man, who I respect and that approach the game the right way, play the game the right way, and they're not caught up in all other stuff. They're just going out and play basketball. And Kawhi is that. Russ is that. LeBron James is that. You know, they approach the game. They play the game the way it should be played. The skinny genification for people who are are, are, are just tuning in, it has nothing to do with the clothing. Russell Westbrook is one of the craziest dressers you'll ever see. Forget in sports. If you saw him walking down the street in Manhattan on, on a spring day, you'd be like, what's up with homeboy? And that's in New York City on a spring day. Okay? It has less to do with what you're wearing, more to do with the mentality. So Russell Westbrook, at first I was like, come on, man. Wear whatever you want. He He's earned the right to wear whatever yeah, he, he you want to wear. His T-shirt. He can wear a corporate sack in that joint, man. <laughs> hey, yeah. I don't care. You can it don't matter. holes in it and wear it to the game. As long as you put that zero on, hey, you good with me, brother. Yeah, homeboy could do whatever because he, <laughs> he goes hard body karate. Yes. So we're just clarifying. Yes, I would prefer some of the uh, – this isn't the, you know, the Kendall and Kylie fashion show every day. It is the playoffs. <laughs> but, but at the end of the day, it really has to do with a mentality on the court uh, uh, and less to do with, with, with what you show up wearing. Um, before we, uh, we, we go back into the games tonight – <clears throat> Excuse me. Memphis is in trouble with San Antonio because they're 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 steamrolling them, and and the games have been easy. The the the, the biggest, most talked about moment of the playoff series between the Memphis Grizzlies, who I really like, and the Spurs has been the Coach Fisdale freakout at the end of Game <laughs> One. You guys, what do you think about that uh, freakout? What was that for? Did he lose his cool? Was it necessary? 30K, I believe? Yeah, I kind of, if you watched the game and the way the game was going, you sensed that they thought they were getting a bad whistle during the course of the game from all their actions and conversations that they were having with the refs and facial expressions, body language, this, that, and the third. You know, you can tell they thought they were getting a bad whistle. And when they were going in the back after the game, I think if you see Coach, he was like, don't worry about it, don't worry about it, don't worry about it. You kind of knew that was coming. You know, if uh-huh. you saw the way the end of the game ended, you knew that was coming. You know, um, he, he's trying to get their attention, the league, that is, mm-hmm. and the refs. And I think he did, you know, but that's they they just played the way Memphis plays. They, bro, they just did what Memphis do to people. You know, that's what San Antonio did. They – yeah. They went in there and they brought Memphis fight to Memphis. And Memphis played on the heels. And as a result, they're down 2-0. Yeah, and uh, Michael, I'm not sure if you uh, heard this or not, but uh, Mike Connolly has came out and said that him and his teammates are going to be paying for the $30,000 fine. Now, Mike Connolly, come on, Hmm. you can afford that. Yeah, you got a couple pennies now. Uh, Yo. I didn't. Yeah. Yo, let me tell you something. I, 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 you can't say anything bad about Mike Conley. I break his chops because he's making it. What is he making? Ninety, ninety million dollars just just this season alone. <laughs> what is it? Thirty, thirty-three. Thirty-three. Yo, Mike, forget your teammates, man. You you got that. You got the thirty k. You got that in pennies what? at the crib. You know how like people keep a penny jar. Just bring your penny yeah. jar and That's cover that thirty k for, for your coach, man. 
Yeah, that's, a, that's a drop in the bucket. I like I like young Coach Fizdale. He's a rookie. You know, yeah. I used to see him on the sidelines in Miami going yes. nuts. Yes. He didn't really know, you know, because Spolster's a little bit more low-key. Mm-hmm. You know, Fizdale, he's, he's got a little bit of a, a rotten deal right now. I mean, because in a, in a great world, uh, Ch- uh, Chandler Parsons would be healthy and trying to guard Kawhi instead of having – you know Tony Allen out. Now you got yeah. Vince Carter guarding him. So you know they're they're a little bit up against it. You know we talked about last episode Ennis. And- yeah, somebody told me a story about Chandler Parsons that I heard he's been on Instagram with some chick yep. posting cl- pictures in clubs a and stuff. Butt model. A butt. Yeah, I heard she's a butt. She has 11 million followers, and this is what the Chandler Parsons is getting paid all this money, and he's on Instagram with a butt model and not and not around his team. That's wow. a skinny gentrification moment as well. Yo, in you itself. know what? Boom. There you go, Kenyon. That's skinny you know, genification moment three. Yes, definitely. And, like, really, bro? Like, this is, like, you're not even around the team? Like, did they ask you not to show up or you just, like, bump it? Like, I'm, like I got this over here to look at. This is, this is more round than the basketball, so I'd rather go <laughs> play with this one. Highway Yo, robbery. Yeah, high, listen, with no mask, no gun. <laughs> No mask, no gun, no ransom note. Man. Shout out to Biggie. He did that to Dallas last year, note. too. Yes, he, oh, no, he didn't stuck Dallas up, and he stuck Memphis up. <laughs> Kenny, know? what is that about with this dude? Like, I mean, I knew you can't speak for him, but, but, but you know, what, what, what is the story with, with this kid? Because, listen, I, I, I think that, you know, like, like some players, he's been overhyped. You know, everybody loves a great white hope. Yeah. Trust me, it never worked out for me. I never got the benefits of any great white hopeness in my life, Kenny. I have no idea why, but I get the whole thing. Good-looking kid, pretty boy. I get all that. You know, it's just that's just the way the world works and it's the way that professional sports work, especially professional basketball. You get a white kid out there that could play and uh you know, it, it becomes like he's, you know, he's the man. But 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 as far as as far as this 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 guy specifically, and, why doesn't Chandler Parsons want to be a basketball player? He's he's what is he, 25, 26 yeah, years old? Something like that. I don't know, man. Um, so they've locked other people up in the past for things like this. <laughs> Made off um <laughs> Ponzi schemes. And they've locked man. other people up for things like this, man, in the past. So why why is he walking around here freely? Man. Man, oh, no, man, this, oh, is, man. This, is, this is one of them situations, man, that's – I wish we can get our guy Steven Jackson on here and talk about <laughs> it. Hey, this, this, hey, if Steven Jackson knows about that, he's probably like, – hey, he probably at his wits end with Chandler Parsons, man. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because, you yeah, know, yeah, hey, yeah. yo, how I am on Joe Kim Noah, he is – Equally as hard or worse on Chandler Parsons. You know he, had, he told on on uh, the I'm Report podcast, Mike. He remember he told you about him and Chandler having beef on the court. Yeah, yeah. Well, he beef. I don't. I think like I think words because I don't think it was beef. Got to be a two. Beef is a two way thing. Yes, Chandler. I don't think he wanted yeah. that bump, Kenny. Not a not. No, he didn't want that. No, I don't think he wanted that bump, with Captain Jack. Maybe he's just checked out. Second round pick at the yeah. University of Florida. Yeah, he, he's maybe coming to grips on. I was second round, and hey, I got it now. So I, I, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go do what I do. My butt model. My me and my butt model. <laughs> you know, hey man, hey that's hey, that is it is what it is with him, man. Let's let's talk about some people that actually care, some people that's there, and giving an effort. Um, I'm fine with that. The 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 <laughs> the biggest surprise, the biggest sort of sleeper. We're talking about sleeper hits, you know, sleeper movies. The biggest sleeper of the NBA playoffs that nobody, I don't care who you are, we're all on record with our predictions and this and that, is the Chicago Bulls 
who were all but packed it up. Dwayne Wade had an elbow injury. They said he was packing it up for the season. Yeah. Are up two to nothing against the Boston Celtics. I publicly said I was rooting for the Boston Celtics to take down Cleveland. Obviously, the Isaiah Thomas situation. Um, yeah, yeah, that, that's. Yeah, don't mean to cut you off, bro. Yeah, but it's no, please. Yeah, let's let yeah, uh, yeah, we should have started the show off, but definitely, um, let's send our condolences out to him and his family. Man, it's a tough time for him and and for him to be out there playing basketball with this on his mind and this on his heart says a lot about his character. Um, so you want to send our condolences to his family, to the Thomas family, man. Wish them nothing but the best. Absolutely. You know. But in the basketball sense, the Boston Celtics in trouble. I want to you hear know. why you think they're in trouble. <laughs> if they could recap, we're going to be right back. It's a two-man weave. Kenyon Martin, Michael Rappaport. We're going to break down the Celtics. If there's any, if there's any life back in it, I think there is. The Clippers, the games tonight, Portland at Golden State, OKC at Houston, Atlanta at Washington. This is the two-man weave. This is the NBA on TuneIn. My name is Michael Rapport. He is Kenyon Martin. We got J-Dub in here. J-Dub, show you love. We'll be right back with more and all playoff everything. Stay tuned. Two-Man Weave will be right back. It's the NBA on TuneIn, your home for the NBA Finals. Hi, uh, I found a toy dinosaur over on the playground by Smith Street. Uh, it had this phone number on it, and, well, uh, I just wanted to make sure the dinosaur made it back to its little owner. Yeah, hi. I think I found your kid's stuffed animal near the swing set. Um, just want to call. I'm sure she misses it. I know my son gets super attached to the smallest things, even a fire truck, uh, and I'd be happy to drop it off. The toy was a little muddy, so I cleaned it up, and um, it's good to go whenever you're around. When I found the little sippy cup, I just had to give you a call. It's for a kid, you know? We'd do anything for kids. Yet one in six children in the U.S. struggle with hunger. Help end childhood hunger and give all of our kids the meals they need to grow. Learn how at feedingamerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. Adopt U.S. Kids presents Multiple Choice Parenting. Your daughter just had her first breakup. Do you A, put yourself in her shoes? How could he do this to you? And for Sheila, she, she has split ends. B, console her. Oh, sweetie, this is going to happen a lot. Four, maybe five more times before you get married. C, take charge. Got to get this all straightened out. Keep a little talking to, man to man, mano a mano. Hey, Steve. Is now a good time? No. Okay, no problem. Bye. Or D, help her find a new boyfriend. I know a great place to meet boys. The internet. Nice, single boys. Never mind. How about some ice cream? As a parent, there are no perfect answers. But you don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. Thousands of teens in foster care will love you just the same. For more information on how you can adopt, visit AdoptUSKids.org. A public service announcement from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, AdoptUSKids, and the Ad Council. I spend a lot of time in the backyard, and I'm the center of attention at summer barbecues. In 96, I made some of the tastiest s'mores you've ever had. In 01, we stayed up all night telling ghost stories with the neighbors. Yeah, I know, 
I've got a bit of wear and tear. And sadly, in 09, it was me. Your backyard fire pit that accidentally started a wildfire. When a summer breeze carried one of my embers into some dry brush. Sparks from an improperly extinguished fire pit can start a wildfire. Spark a change, not a wildfire. Visit SmokeyBear.com. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ad Council. Only you can prevent wildfires. Hi. Uh, I found a toy dinosaur over on the playground by Smith Street. Uh, It had this phone number on it, and, well, uh, I just wanted to make sure the dinosaur made it back to its little owner. Yeah. Hi. I think I found your kid's stuffed animal near the swing set. Um, just want to call. I'm sure she misses it. I know my son gets super attached to the smallest things, even a fire truck. Uh, And I'd be happy to drop it off. The toy was a little muddy, so I cleaned it up, and um, it's good to go whenever you're around. When I found the little sippy cup, I just had to give you a call. It's for a kid, you know? We'd do anything for kids. Yet one in six children in the U.S. struggle with hunger. Help end childhood hunger and give all of our kids the meals they need to grow. Learn how at feedingamerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. We're back. You're listening to the confrontational front court of Michael Rappaport and Kenyon Martin. It's two-man weave on the NBA on TuneIn. All right, we're back. Kenyon Martin, Michael Rappaport. This is the two-man weave. We're talking about all playoff everything. We were discussing the Isaiah Thomas situation. And before we go forward to Celtics, you know, one thing that I I, got to say, Kenny, I want to hear what you think about this. And no one else has pointed this out. Maybe it's just me. I'm always looking for for cracks in the system. Uh Uh-huh. But, you know, when that footage that they're playing every five seconds of when Isaiah Thomas found out about, the, you know, his sister passing, I think to me it's exploitive. Like, yo, you, 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 the cameras are there. Obviously, cameras are around for everything. Like, play it once and keep it moving. Don't post it on your Instagram. Don't play it on every news channel, every sports channel, over and over. Like, this guy's having an intimate, tragic moment. And and they keep playing it and playing mm-hmm. it and playing it and playing. Yeah, it's media, exploitive, man. man. Yeah, they they, they I'm saying they get off on people's on people's sad times, door on um, people's not so happy moments, um, negativity, whatever you want to classify it as. Um, the media gets off on that, man, and not the they can tell the story without that image, you know. Yeah, you know, and, enough. Yeah, 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 I'm I get what you're saying. Yeah, enough is enough. Let's just. Everybody, let, let's just tell the story without those images because um, this definitely doesn't need to be shown over and over and over. Yeah, and it definitely speaks to the media's just – this isn't Shakespeare. Yeah. It's sport. It's yeah. competition. You don't need that extra – Yeah. the extra mustard <clears throat> or frosting that's going to – we're going to watch the games anyway. Yeah. I, you feel so bad for this guy. And, Mike, I, I agree with you 100%. It's, it's just – it's wrong. Yeah, so we've seen levels. it. Yeah. Let, let 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 him 
let him uh, be and, you know, let his family be. It's it's a tragedy and to happen right now, like where you can't even wrap your head around in your middle of the playoffs, which obviously means something to him, but but none of it means anything compared to what he's going through. But I, I, I can't even imagine. But just the basketball of it all. Yeah. The Celtics are down two games to nothing versus the Chicago Bulls. Okay. Nobody would have expected this. Um, I thought this was going to be easy work, but this is what I'm seeing, Kenyon, and and I, I want to hear your thoughts, and and, uh-huh. and, and J Dub, I want to hear your thoughts. I'm seeing the veteran leadership of Dwayne Wade and Rajon Rondo at its best, um, and and you know Jimmy Butler doing his thing. Like these guys are playing together. You know when Rajon is right, which he hasn't been most of the year. I mean, it was just chaos. You know, and getting into fights with assistants and suspended. And it's just like, I was remember we were talking a few weeks ago, like, yo, my man is going to be over there with the Steph, Mar- Steph Marbury in China if he keeps going. Like, yo, it's, it's too much of a problem. <clears throat> but when he locks and loads and gets focused, you know, you just remember how, yeah. how, how good he is. And, well, and for them to forget, be. Last year, he led the league in assists last year. <laughs> like mm-hmm. he led the league in assists last year for the, for the Kings, <laughs> for the for the Sacramento Kings. So let's hey, let's let's start there. But now, nah, hey, listen, he's arguably he he's been one of the top point guards in the league, no matter what antics or whatever things he's been through in Chicago, whatever they want to classify it as. He's still a hell of a point guard. Um, he knows how to play championship um, caliber. Um, was on the Boston team. We all know that. Um, had a few stops since then, but he can play. And like you yeah. said, Mike. Um, like you said, Mike. It's the veteran leadership and the and we've been here before with with D Wade and Rajon. You know, they. And, that's what you see. And, and, I mean, you're seeing it like really, really, really on full display. And, and you and, don't have any of that with Boston. None of those crazy. guys, besides Al Horford, has been in that kind of situation. Before. And Al Horford is like a regular guy on Boston, and and I know he had the concussion earlier in the year, but that's not what it is. Robin Lopez yes. and, and, and Al Horford are like equaling each other out, and Al Say Horford that name is getting. Again. Say that name again. Robin Lopez. Say it again. Robin Lopez. And one more time. A uh, Robin Lopez. For those that you have not been watching, <laughs> he is playing his off. Why? What is it? What are you seeing? They can't block him out offensive for one. Rebounds. Offensive rebounds for one. He's big, right? And, Robin and Lopez for, yeah, is a big yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah, him and his brother. Yeah, they're load. But and he don't care. What do you he's mean? He's just playing. He's just playing. And he he don't care who's in his way. He's gonna hit you, knock you down, push you. If they call foul, they call foul. It's like, oh well, you know, it's playoff basketball. I'm going to get it. It looks like D Wade and Rajon and and and, and um, Jimmy Butler told him, "Listen, this is what we need from you," and that's what he's doing. And and he's knocking down outside jump shots. Right. He's knocking down the fifteen, seventeen foot jump shot. Top of the key. Top of the key baseline. No, they're not guarding him. They throwing it to him at the end of the clock. And he like, hey, give it here. I got you. He's got that little, you know, little the little sweep, hook. the little sweeping jump hook to the middle from the left block. Yeah, all that. And he's hey. It's on full display right now. Yeah, he was impressive on the Knicks last year. He he's a very underrated player. I mean, obviously he was thrown in in the yeah. in the Derrick Rose trade. Yeah, he's serviceable, like in a major way. Um, he's not putting up the numbers that DeAndre Nem is putting up. Thing, but 
He can get you, 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 you can get by with him at your five spot. Yeah. And be effective as we see right now with he's what what he is doing to the Boston Celtics and they won't and they won't know parts of it. You know so it was a clip earlier of me um, um somebody showed me earlier that um the old Kevin Love thing with Olenek about the same situation. I guess he grabbed Robin's arm in the same way and asked me do I think that was dirty. I said no. Robin mm-hmm. has been getting every offense rebound. That boy is holding on for dear life trying to keep him off the glass. Right. Mm. You know, he's trying to box him out cuz he listen they told me, you got to keep him off the glass. Can't nobody over to keep him off the glass. He's over there abusing Amir Johnson, mm. abusing him. That's why he didn't start the second half. You know, he didn't start the second half of the game, you know, for that reason. You know, he can't keep him off the glass. Bulls are clicking. Yeah, I, on all levels. I also liked, if you saw the post-game press conference, you got Rondo, you got Wade, and you got Jimmy Butler up there. Because you know Jimmy doesn't really want to be the yeah, spotlight yeah, guy. Yeah. You know, So the fact that they're all up there together, and, and Wade is the one who's leading it. He's like, we got Rondo. He's one of the best point guards in the league. He's going to get you your points yeah. no matter what. And now it's just clicking. You know Rondo's not afraid of playing in Boston. Yeah, not at all. He's, he's out there showing him, this is what y'all had. What about the bench of Chicago? They've been the difference yes. maker. It's one kid. Number is it sixteen? Oh, oh, Zipster. You Zipster. Mean, you mean Yo. uh, AKA Michael Rappaport's yeah. illegitimate German son? <laughs> hey, I like him. Yes, Mike. Hey, that's a hey, yes, Mike. That's a good choice. Hey, he's a hey, he's solid. Yeah. Hey, and he out there not afraid of the moment because he don't know no better. Mm. The the bench guys they got rookies and other people they don't know no better. He had sixteen points. He had twelve yes. in the third. Yeah. What's the guy? Game one. Um. Who, number Portis. Number, Portis. Game yep. one. Portis. That's a, yes. You know what I'm saying. Those they don't know no better. Just another guy who is a pro in yeah. college. You could tell he was going to be a pro. Yeah. Slips in the first round. Needed some seasoning. Yeah. Now he's coming to play. I also like that that dude. Where's he from? Brazil. Yes. The, uh, the Chris, uh, Cristiano Felicio. Felicio. Yeah. He's a load too. Yeah. Like they got guys, man. That they just. Playing basketball, they don't know no better. They don't know that they're in the playoffs. They don't know that they're not supposed to be beating the number one seed. You know what I'm saying? They don't know none of that. So they out there, listen, this is what we do. We out here playing basketball. We got these other guys leading us. They've been here before. The pressure on them. I'm saying the pressure on D Wade, the pressure on Jimmy Butler. And the pressure. And the pressure is on Hoiberg. <laughs> listen. It ain't on us, so we gonna play basketball. Pressure's getting to Marcus Smart. You can tell that. Oh yeah, it's getting it's getting got to him. Twenty five thousand dollars worth. Ooh. Yo, I'm saying like you tell your home fans, hey, your home fans, it's on you because they think you suck right now, and they told him, hmm, <laughs> and you flip them the bird, baby. <laughs> so Coach. so what's gonna happen? Is there any way? Like what? What? Do you, I mean. Isaiah's played well. Obviously, he's like you know people are gonna get they're gonna get what they want from him. No one's gonna criticize him. Yeah, uh, I, I can't believe that referee had the had the basketballs big enough to give him a tech in, in that first game. game. Still got a ref. I know, the game. but it wasn't like they, like they he did can't. It. I understand. I, I, it I understand. Even, it wasn't flat. I mean, it would have been. I would have said something about it regularly. It was like, come that's on, that's the man. Robin Lopez joint, right? When he, yeah, he not yeah. that in this day and age, Mike. That's a technical. Right. Like, no matter what Robin did beforehand, like I said, he's out there hitting people, pushing people. Hey, he don't care who was in his way. He didn't see him. He don't care that it's Isaiah Thomas. Right. He, he don't care what's, that he's going through that. You know what I'm saying? It's unfortunate that he's going through that. But Robin is out there. Listen, we out here trying to win. Yeah. You in my way, little guy. Yep. Listen, move. Yeah. And he got pissed. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> hey. If you, if you had to make a prediction right now, 
I the predict Chicago, that the uh, Chicago Bulls will beat the Boston Celtics in this series. Wow. Boston's got to win four or five. And and people say you can't look at it that way. Yes, you can look at it that way. Talking about you got to take it one game at a time. You you have no choice to take it one game at a time. <laughs> you can't play four tomorrow. You, you know what I'm saying? You got to win four of the next five. That's, They're in that's, trouble. That's a tall yeah, task. Yeah, yeah, it's a tall task, man. Like my, my saying I use, there's a light at the end of the tunnel. It's a train coming. <laughs> mm, man, oh, man, oh, man. But it's a chance. It's a, hey, it's a puncher's chance. Right. You know I'm saying they have a punch of chance in this because they they are the number one seed for because Cleveland don't didn't care. What do you mean? You know, let's let's be honest. We all know who's the real number one seed in the Eastern Conference is. Mm-hmm. No, let's if they cared, if LeBron James didn't set out, they chose to play playoff basketball defense, defensive playoff basketball. Excuse my French. Hey, the Cleveland Cavaliers are the number one seed in these. I agree. You know what I'm saying I agree. So Boston just they just put it together at the right time, and they they call Cleveland on vacation with their cute drinks and their umbrellas in it, and they like <laughs> we'll come on vacation uh, first week in April, second weekend in April, and we'll we'll turn it up, and that's what they did. <clears throat> and Isaiah Thomas is a hell of a player. I like Avery Bradley. Yeah, he's been playing well. I like Al Horford. Mm-hmm. Solid pro, been a constant pro, Atlanta here and in Boston. Where's Jay Crowder been? You hear so much I, about Jay Crowder. Where why, is he? I, that's why, listen, his name came up in all them trade talks for a reason. Right. You know, he's okay, but they they know there's better wings he out got there. so mad. Oh, you want, you're going to cheer for Gordon Hayward. Yeah, hey, well, hey, well, they think Gordon's better than you. And they would rather have Gordon. You I know what I'm saying? I, I don't know Jay Crowder. I've never been around him. I, I, he was probably a nice person, a nice guy. He's a solid basketball player. But there are other better wings that the team would rather have. Yeah. Paul George, Jimmy Butler, yes. Gordon Hayward. You know? Skinny genification moment with that. Yeah. With Avery Bradley talking about Gordon Hayward. Yeah, they're going to cheat. Yo, yo, get out there and bust his butt. Yeah, that's hey. If you got a problem with that, next time it. you see him, lock him down. Next Period. time he comes to Boston. Down. Be like, hey, stay on your Twitter. Just, y'all cheering for him. Come watch me lock him down. Period. Right, and then do better. it. Like, yeah, and then go out and do it. But they're in trouble. Rondo. Yeah. They are in trouble. Rondo, I mean, look, maybe it's a little early. You jumped on it about where the media's head's at. They're always looking for that edge. Rondo's saying during the game, they gave up. Yeah. They gave up. Avery Bradley says that you th- so they're the Bulls are just in their head. I think Jimmy Butler is I mean his defense on Isaiah Thomas late in the games has been so unbelievable. Yeah. yeah you put a bigger guy on him. Yeah, what are they going to do? You know, you put a bigger guy on him, you double team him at times, you switch it up, you give him different looks. You don't come out and play him one on one, you don't come out and switch the center on him. You know, you know you give him different looks, you make it tough on him. He's 5-9, man. At, Listen, if if that. If the at best he's 5-9. How tall do you think mm. he really is? I've I give him five eight five nine. He's five eight and a half. Let's split the difference. I agree. <laughs> you know, but he's still. It is what it is. You know, like he can he score? Yes, he's proven that. But you can't, and they've not, and they're not going to let him beat them. You know, he can play well, but those other guys have to make plays at some point, and I don't think they're capable of doing that right now. Only one time in the history of the NBA in a seven-game series has a one seed against an eight seed. Ended up being in a 2-0, and the one seed came back to win. Yeah. So, 
And that was the best of five series. That was Phoenix, right? Was the Phoenix involved? I th- there was well Phoenix. I know that in the best of five there was yeah it was the Phoenix. Yeah, I think it was Phoenix because I think Charles talked about it the other night. But yeah, no, it's in trouble. Um, All right. Yeah, there was a, is, uh, some some other good matchups. I'm going to get into it. I want to hear it all. I love yes, it. Sir. I love it. The greatest time of the year Ugh. until August when yeah. fantasy football yeah. starts. Then that's the <laughs> second greatest <laughs> you, time of the year. This did. is a two-man weave. We're going to break down Atlanta versus Washington tonight. OKC versus Houston. Portland versus Golden State. Kevin Durant is not going to play. I don't think he should play. We're going to talk about that more and reveal... Hopefully, some more skinny genification moments of the playoffs. And I want to hear about Kenya Martin's training for the Big Three tournament, which is going to be the 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 highlight of the summer, especially in the dog days of summer, because I don't care about baseball. No disrespect to baseball. This is the two-man <laughs> weave. Uh, Michael Rapport, Kenya Martin. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. We're going to talk about Kevin Durant and his strained calf. I've had one before. They don't feel good. Stay tuned. You're listening to the NBA on TuneIn, your home for the NBA Finals. It's Two Man Weave. We'll be right back after this quick timeout. Hi, uh, I found a toy dinosaur over on the playground by Smith Street. Uh, it had this phone number on it, and, well, uh, I just wanted to make sure the dinosaur made it back to its little owner. Yeah, hi. I think I found your kid's stuffed animal near the swing set. Um, just want to call. I'm sure she misses it. I know my son gets super attached to the smallest things, even a fire truck, uh, and I'd be happy to drop it off. The toy was a little muddy, so I cleaned it up, and um, it's good to go whenever you're around. When I found the little sippy cup, I just had to give you a call. It's for a kid, you know? We'd do anything for kids. Yet one in six children in the U.S. struggle with hunger. Help end childhood hunger and give all of our kids the meals they need to grow. Learn how at feedingamerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. Adopt U.S. Kids presents Multiple Choice Parenting. Your daughter just had her first breakup. Do you A, put yourself in her shoes? How could he do this to you? And for Sheila, she she has split ends. B, console her. Oh, sweetie, this is going to happen a lot. Four, maybe five more times before you get married. C, take charge. Got to get this all straightened out. Keep a little talking to, man to man, mano a mano. Hey, Steve. It's now a good time? No? Okay, no problem. Bye. Or D, help her find a new boyfriend. I know a great place to meet boys. The internet. Nice, single boys. Never mind. How about some ice cream? As a parent, there are no perfect answers. But you don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. Thousands of teens in foster care will love you just the same. For more information on how you can adopt, visit AdoptUSKids.org. A public service announcement from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, AdoptUSKids, and the Ad Council. I spend a lot of time in the backyard, and I'm the center of attention at summer barbecues. In 96, I made some of the tastiest s'mores you've ever had. In 01, we stayed up all night telling ghost stories with the neighbors. Yeah, I know I've got a bit of wear and tear. And sadly, in 09, it was me, your backyard fire pit, that accidentally started a wildfire. When a summer breeze carried one of my embers 
into some dry brush. Sparks from an improperly extinguished fire pit can start a wildfire. Spark a change, not a wildfire. Visit SmokeyBear.com, brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ad Council. Only you can prevent wildfires. Hi, uh, I found a toy dinosaur over on the playground by Smith Street. Uh, it had this phone number on it, and, well, uh, I just wanted to make sure the dinosaur made it back to its little owner. Yeah, hi. I think I found your kid's stuffed animal near the swing set. Um, just wanted to call. I'm sure she misses it. I know my son gets super attached to the smallest things, even a fire truck, uh, and I'd be happy to drop it off. The toy was a little muddy, so I cleaned it up, and um, it's good to go whenever you're around. When I found the little sippy cup, I just had to give you a call. It's for a kid, you know? We'd do anything for kids. Yet one in six children in the U.S. struggle with hunger. Help end childhood hunger and give all of our kids the meals they need to grow. Learn how at feedingamerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. Get your popcorn ready. You're listening to Two Man Weave on the NBA on TuneIn. All right, this is the Two Man Weave. My name is Michael Rappaport. I'm in here with Kenyon Martin. We got my man Rex Chapman on the phone. He's going to uh, join us, talk about the NBA playoffs, talk about life in general. Talked about this before. Rex Chapman was my camp counselor, the five-star basketball camp. Um, I hadn't seen him in a long time, but even with that short impression, I believe it was 1986, <laughs> 87, he never forgot me. Uh, and this is when Rex Chapman was that dude. I mean, he was that dude for real. Um, is Rex on the phone? Continue. Please. Yes. I, I mean, <laughs> come on. Please continue. Uh, no, Rex I, Chapman I, was... I, 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 Listen, I, you were a high flying diamond in a rough, man. You, you, you mean <laughs> I, they talk about they talk about all these uh, uh, what do they call uh, Jordan? What do they call Porzingis? They call him a unicorn, and this and that. This we're talking about a blue bread Kentucky unicorn flying through the air. Hey, Rex Chapman. It, it was that was in another lifetime. The high flyer sitting right beside you. What up, Kay? What up, Rexy? My How you guy? doing, man? I'm I'm wonderful, man. How you doing? All good. All good. Getting ready to watch these playoff games tonight. What have you guys been talking about tonight? Man, we're talking about it all, man. Yeah, Yeah. we got into um, a little bit about um, uh, the the Chicago Bulls, the Boston Celtics. um, Mm. Kawhi Leonard. I spoke on Kawhi Leonard, um, how how awesome he is right now. Mm -hmm. Um, A few things. So what's your take, Rex, so far Uh, in these playoffs? What's the – I think Kawhi's MVP. That's my opinion. I mean. Uh, the MVP of what, though, Rex? The MVP of the, of the regular season? Of the league. Mm-hmm. Best team, best player on that team. Uh, one of the best teams. Um, and does it on both ends. Yeah, he didn't average a triple-double, but come on. Uh, I, 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 that's just my, my opinion. Um, yeah. The Bulls. Uh, oh, man, the Celtics, gosh, we talked about it last night, um, post game, you know, that that's just a tough thing. You know, we've all been on teams and 
And when something like this happens, with like with Isaiah and his family, um, you just don't know how a team is going to respond. You don't know how he's going to respond. And you hate to even be talking about it in basketball terms, you know, because it's so, so much bigger uh, than all of that. But, you know, there are games to be played, and, and this is what we get paid to do, come in here and try to break this stuff down. Right now, though, they have to be, you know, Boston is just reeling. And you know, you know, uh, can you played against him for years, Rajon. If he's healthy, and he's he right now he's playing against his old team, you know. So incentive. he's he's going at them. It's we call that matchup. incentive. What's that? I said we call that incentive. Yes, exactly. He he he's uh, so you know he's also you know Rajon's got a lot of pride now. Um, you know, he's on a two-year deal. Ray John, you know he thinks he can play for another 10 years. So uh, he's he's motivated. Uh, Jimmy is a problem, a problem for, for them on the wing, for the Celtics on the wing. And, you know, that's a good defensive team. Uh, Marcus Smart's just too little, though, for Jimmy. And Avery Bradley's too little. Um, so it, it's going to be interesting. I, I hope the Celtics will bounce back and hope the best for Isaiah. <laughs> and his family, but it's going to be tough. Listen, it yeah. wouldn't be a two-man weave without, without me throwing, throwing this guys at you, throwing this Please. at you guys, okay? We're talking about the playoffs, and we're talking mm-hmm. about the play-nots. What the heck is your take on Phil Jackson's parting words last week? Obviously, I'm not even getting into Carmelo's personal life. That ain't my, that ain't my gig. I, 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 I never get Yeah, I, we I could see less. that we'll coming. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> What is the deal with Phil Jackson, man? Have you, you guys both have been around the game. You've been fans of the game. Correct me if I'm wrong, and then you guys can take I have never seen a person in Phil Jackson. What is he, the president of basketball operations? Is that his title? Is that what they pay? Something like that. Something like that. Something like that. I've never seen a person in basketball, football, or baseball at the end of a disgusting season, another disgusting season, publicly blame and publicly try to shame and humiliate the best player. I don't care what you think what, of him. What he did holds he say? The ball. What did he, he say, said, Mike? He said, the thing that he said about Carmelo is he would be best playing somewhere else chasing that ring. That's almost verbatim, chasing a okay. championship. But the one thing he said for sure is he would be better off playing somewhere else. Now, whether or not that's true, not yeah. true, for, 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 for that to be – from Phil Jackson to emerge from from his year long silence, for Phil Jackson to be sitting at the games, damn near fighting off sleep at the games, not saying anything <laughs> when 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 when, when we're, we were dying um, because of the Charles Oakley thing, and and New Yorkers were just like, please somebody somebody say something to to, to make this okay to level this out to right. to not even say five minutes to make a comment to be like, yo, it was a tough incident. I love Oak. We're gonna do our best to to rectify this. Something. Yeah. For, for, and for him to come out publicly, whether or not, you know, he also said he holds the ball too long and that uh, and whether or not that's true, too. This is not the time of the place. This is like after the meal has already been burnt and thrown in the garbage. <laughs> Have you ever seen a GM or president of basketball <laughs> operations do something like this? Oh, my goodness. You want to go first, Kay? You want me to? Yeah, no, I like um You've been around the NBA longer than I have, Rex. Well, um, you know, my tenure, I, no, I, I haven't. You know, uh, nah. I haven't. Well, look, you uh, know, maybe indoors. You, know, you hear some of these things, but right. never to this extent to where this is your first time speaking and 
almost a year and this is what you choose to come out and do and say with your time that that that, that people is looking for answers and statements and this is what you use that time for i've never heard it um the, <laughs> i can't speak for rex right right yeah you know uh what i think is that that we know mellow we were with you you were his teammate i was yes. in the front office we know him we've been around him every day we were around him every day for five six years and does mellow have his warts as a player 100 percent. got a couple warts as a player Every player does. Every player does. The one thing you cannot dispute, Carmelo Anthony, he comes and he practices every day. He shows up every night, and he scores the ball maybe as easy, if not easier, than anyone on the planet. So, I look. All facts. Yeah, we know them. We know Melo um, as, a, as a guy. And we're partial to him in that regard. Look, I played against Phil's teams forever. He was a great coach. Uh, this is a disaster, though, in, in New York. And I, obviously, I think his his uh, point was to try to get Mello to waive this no trade clause, right? Yes. Kind of put him on blast. If you don't want to go play for a ring, then you know you're just going to have to, you know, wallow here. Is basically what he said. And I think it puts it puts Mello in a tough spot. And Mello's gone out there every every game this year. He went out. He played for this team that was going nowhere. That's added mismatch piece after mismatch piece after mismatch piece. Coach after yeah. coach after coach during Mello's tenure there. I don't like it. It's not a good look. Yeah, Phil's spending too much time in Hollywood, making yeah. all this drama for no reason. Yeah, my thing is, man. I've been said this, and I'm going to say it again. It's been time for Carmelo Anthony to speak up for himself and not keep it allowing and sitting back and letting Phil say these things. and, and Bullying, tarnishes, really. Tarnish, I don't, I don't, yeah, that's tarnish his legacy, tarnish his career. You know, that's what Phil is trying to do. Right. You, know, and, you, you might know, not like you... the way Carmelo plays the game. That's fine. But don't don't be out here doing that. Like if you don't want him in New York, you bring that man in your office and be a man. Absolutely. Right. And have a conversation with Carmelo and be like, "You're better somewhere else. Can you please waive this no trade clause? We'll we will send you and let you go wherever you choose to go. Have that conversation. Yeah, work with. Him. But Phil is not that person. It's disgusting though, Kenyon. You know? it, 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 it pisses me off and offends me. It offends me on, on on so many levels. Listen, whatever he's getting paid, I'm not here to count another man's pockets. Mm-hmm. But 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 what you're saying is totally right. Like, yo, bring him in there. Carmel, I mean, I'm assuming Carmelo's a stand-up dude. I mean, if he can respect him, be like, look, we want to go another way. You got this no trade clause. We're going to work to make this right for you, to make it right for us. We want to try to figure something out. We're not going to, you know, we can't ship you anywhere. Will you play ball? And 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 but it, but but to go out there and publicly try to yeah. shame and essentially try to bully and goon them and embarrass them. And and then obviously, you know, just the whole thing and then whatever's yeah. going on with his wife and all. And like now it's like he if I'm him, I, I mean, he, you know, he's he's gone somewhere to chill out because to wrap your head around all this foolishness is just nuts. And even yeah. poor Zingas, I'm glad he didn't show up for the for, for the for the Yeah, I'm so too. glad that happened, man. Good. Um, Me too. Just, Good yeah, for him. Like, Good for him. You know, his I, mindset, yeah. Yeah, uh, you know, Kenyon, you know, uh, I had to have talks with you that were hard 
with Mello, with Jr. We would go in behind closed doors and yeah. talk about it. Yeah, and, that's what it's about. you know, it, it didn't always go the way I wanted it or the way you wanted it or anybody else wanted it. But you have yeah. to be able to sit with a guy. And I think that's probably the crux of it here is, you know, you trusted me, Kenyon. I trusted yeah. you. I showed you I loved you every day. You know, that I felt in my mind – at that time, didn't I make you feel like you were the best power forward in the world? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, and I'm that saying, was no matter my if job. I was playing like it or not. Right, exactly. And that, so there has to be that trust there that, you know, I, I trust you. You're my guy. That's why you're here. And you've got to trust me that same sort of way. There's no trust there with Phil yeah, and, Phil, and Carmelo. Yeah, Phil started that early in the season, man. He yeah. started a fire and expected his man to walk through it. Right. The man like, right. no, I see it. It's hot. I'm not. I'm not coming nowhere near it. And right. Then, and now to, if he does try to come back and have that conversation, it's too late. Yeah. Good luck. You know? and, and then if I'm <laughs> mellow now, I'm not waving it. Yeah. And, 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 I'm you know not what? waving my no trade clause. Listen. And you're going into hiding. Yeah. Don't even let him thing, contact. Be able to contact thing, and, and James you for a Dolan. Month. Now you have a decision to make. Yeah. Right. Now, now this is all in your lap. What What are you going to do? You just extended field for two more years. <laughs> I What's got two more do, years Mike? on my deal. I'm I'm not going to opt out. Right. I'm not right. waving my no trade clause. Now what are you going to do? You have yeah. to, you now you have to be an owner. The same James Dolan who traded everything to get Carmelo Anthony. Yes. We went oh, way yeah. overboard. Oh yeah, yeah y'all missed our to chance to get a championship around. in Denver with this. Listen, y'all took Chauncey Billups out of my life, and y'all <laughs> won our chances. You know what I'm saying? Like I know that's right. So you know what I'm saying? So yeah. Like what now? Like this is now, James Olden. This is your chance to step up and show the people of New York, the fans of New York, the fans of New York Knicks, that you actually have a pulse and that you care. What's it's going done. on with your organization? What do you he, think he, he does? What do you think he does, Mike? What do I think? Who, who does Dolan now? James. Yeah. I mean, is there any way? No, to, it's to, over, man. To I told you. Nope, Rex. It's done. I, what he should have done if he wanted to, if he wanted to get control of the ship. This is what this. I said it once. I'll say it again. When that Oakley thing happened, I would have said, Phil, I need you to talk to the press. You know, they're calling me. Right. You know, I, I'm scheduled to go on ESPN with Mike and Mike. I, I don't want to go. I think they'd rather hear from you. Phil goes, no. He goes, all right, well, please, I'm asking you to do it. He says, no. I go, you're fired. Right. Pay pack your off. bags and get out of here. First of all, I'm your boss, number one. So I'm yep. not asking you anymore. Now you're packing your bags. Number two, I'm your boss. Get out of here. And I'm not, I'm not sending you home on the private jet. You you could book a flight on United and see how that works out for you, and then and then I would have just I would have let I would have let Hornacek finish the season, and then and then the next day when as soon as the season was over, I'd have fired him, okay, and then and then we'd have to start all over again, and then people would have been like, okay, James Dolan has figured it out, and James Dolan is now you know doing something right, but but it's such a it's such a an but S you know show. He won't do that. You I know, know he, he won't do that. I I, yeah, I know, he know he's not going to do that. But yeah. you know what? I'm the dummy. You know, I'm the hopeful dummy. This has been one of my problems in life. I always expect things to change and people to change, and, right. and, and it just doesn't happen. And, and you know, New York deserves better. The Knicks deserve better. And, and, and you know, I, I'm telling you right now, next season's going to be more of the same. Hey, guess what, Mike? <clears throat> you can't change the spots on the <laughs> spots on the leopard or the stripes on the zebra, man. Yeah, yeah. It, you know, what 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 gets me is that you know uh, Kenyon, you played against terrific Knicks teams. I played against fabulous Knicks teams in the eighties and nineties, and the Garden and New York. 
I mean, people people say it, of course, because it, it's true. But there's no place like playing in the garden, mm. and because if when you get you know if you get going as an opponent, those fans appreciate it, and that was always fun, you know. And and you're right, Mike. The city of New York, the Knicks fans, diehards, they deserve better, better than what they've gotten for how long now? Years. I mean, yeah. a decade. Yeah, yeah. Playing, yeah, yeah, playing across the river, uh, playing when um, the, the Nets were still in New Jersey. Right. And then playing um, for the Knicks the year and a half that I played there. Yeah, that's There's right. There's no better place to play. You know what I'm saying? We had the fans in there cheering for the Nets. You know what I'm saying? Right. They were cheering for us. And then the time I spent there, you know, they appreciate good basketball and they deserve good basketball. They appreciate the way that I played the game each and every night I stepped on the court. You know, and then that makes you want to play for them even more. You know what I'm saying? No matter the fact that we're out there doing our job, but you want to play for them people even more, man. They deserve it. Right. Hey, even, Rex- even though your game's fugazi. <laughs> Speaking of that, I saw that clown the other day. I Did saw that you? clown. I saw that clown at the Where dentist the other he? day. Where he is live he? Near me. He's a clown. Who, oh, Tim he? Thomas? He's a clown. Yeah. A clown. He, called, he called Kenyon Fugazi. Yeah, and, I remember. And, and yeah. that game, I went out and gave him 36. You sure did. I was doing the uh, the color on the game. Yeah, gave him yep. 36. Yep. Whole lot. Sure did. I saw that clown the other day. <laughs> I, I want to hear about that exchange at the dentist. A, a sexy Rexy. Say, hey, listen, he got ignored, man. I don't say nothing to clowns. <laughs> I don't pay clowns any attention in the streets. Yeah. One of the highway he, he, he won't even say his name. He's a clown. Hey, 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 hey Rex Chapman, the the blue ble- the blue bread unicorn. Can you can you stick around for one more segment with us? You got it, fellas. All right, this is the two man weave. We got Rex Chapman and Kenyon Martin on the wings. It's now a three man weave. I'm running the point. We'll be right back. We're going to finish talking about the playoffs, clowns, skinny genification, and the NBA as a whole. Stay tuned. It's the NBA on Tune and Two Man Weave. Two-Man Weave continues after this on the NBA on TuneIn. Hi. Uh, I found a toy dinosaur over on the playground by Smith Street. Uh, It had this phone number on it, and, well, uh, I just wanted to make sure the dinosaur made it back to its little owner. Yeah. Hi. I think I found your kid's stuffed animal near the swing set. Um, Just want to call. I'm sure she misses it. I know my son gets super attached to the smallest things, even a fire truck, uh, and I'd be happy to drop it off. The toy was a little muddy, so I cleaned it up, and um, it's good to go whenever you're around. When I found the little sippy cup, I just had to give you a call. It's for a kid, you know? We'd do anything for kids. Yet one in six children in the U.S. struggle with hunger. Help end childhood hunger and give all of our kids the meals they need to grow. Learn how at feedingamerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. Adopt U.S. Kids presents Multiple Choice Parenting. Your daughter just had her first breakup. Do you A, put yourself in her shoes? How could he do this to you? And for Sheila, she she has split ends. B, console her. Oh, sweetie, this is going to happen a lot. Four, maybe five more times before you get married. C, take charge. Got to get this all straightened out. Keep a little talking to, man to man, mano a mano. Hey, Steve. It's now a good time? No? Okay, no problem. Bye. Or D, help her find a new boyfriend. I know a great place to meet boys. The internet. Nice, single boys. Never mind. 
How about some ice cream? As a parent, there are no perfect answers. But you don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. Thousands of teens in foster care will love you just the same. For more information on how you can adopt, visit AdoptUSKids.org. A public service announcement from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, AdoptUSKids, and the Ad Council. I spend a lot of time in the backyard. And I'm the center of attention at summer barbecues. In 96, I made some of the tastiest s'mores you've ever had. In 01, we stayed up all night telling ghost stories with the neighbors. Yeah, I know I've got a bit of wear and tear. And sadly, in 09, it was me, your backyard fire pit that accidentally started a wildfire. When a summer breeze carried one of my embers into some dry brush. Sparks from an improperly extinguished fire pit can start a wildfire. Spark a change, not a wildfire. Visit SmokeyBear.com, brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ad Council. Only you can prevent wildfires. Hi, uh, I found a toy dinosaur over on the playground by Smith Street. Uh, it had this phone number on it, and, well, uh, I just wanted to make sure the dinosaur made it back to its little owner. Yeah, hi. I think I found your kid's stuffed animal near the swing set. Um, just want to call. I'm sure she misses it. I know my son gets super attached to the smallest things, even a fire truck, uh, and I'd be happy to drop it off. The toy was a little muddy, so I cleaned it up, and um, it's good to go whenever you're around. When I found the little sippy cup, I just had to give you a call. It's for a kid, you know? We'd do anything for kids. Yet one in six children in the U.S. struggle with hunger. Help end childhood hunger and give all of our kids the meals they need to grow. Learn how at feedingamerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. Stay out of their lane. It's Two Man Weave with Michael Rappaport and Kenyon Martin. Oh, did Martin get that? On the way back down, he tipped in the alley for set play out of the timeout. That might be the dunk of the night. All right, this is the Two Man Weave. It's actually now a temporary Three Man Weave. Got Kenyon Martin, Rex Chapman on the wings. I'm throwing lobs with the left hand and the right hand. Rex, what's so funny? Was it? I didn't do a knock knock joke. I'm talking about my lobs with the left know, hand and the right. I, hand. Yeah, because I know you, you Kenyon. If you dropped a hundred dollars on the ground right now, grabbed his left hand, he couldn't get it. <laughs> I love this guy. This guy's funny. He couldn't get it. Oh man. Oh my God. Lonzo Ball wish he has this left hand. Uh, Lonzo yeah, Ball right wish that. he could use his left hand as good as I do. Okay. Yeah, now right I, I got that. nothing with the right. But Lonzo Ball, he'd be the number one certified, number one first-round draft pick if he could use his left as good as I could. In and out dribble. I'm yeah. making one-handed layups, and I'm tossing lobs all over the place. Yeah, I, I, you know what? I was lying. I'm going to be honest, Kenyon. Yeah. I'm going to be honest. I'm not throwing any lobs with my right hand. I can't even pick my nose properly with my right hand. And the weird, sad thing hey, about it hey, is. Hey, guess what, Mike? There's some guys made a whole lot of money that can't do the same. That's right. That's exactly hey, right. A whole the, lot of money. Yo, they I'm going to tell no you something. They ain't got no right blink in their car. Yeah. The, 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 nice. the, 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 the guy who, who I'll go off the top of the head who had the absolute 
no left hand with the best career with, with no offhand. My man, another New York Knicks legend, Latrell Sprewell, shockingly bad with his L- offhand. It's Latrell. incredible that he was so good. Yeah, well, but you know what? Everybody's getting better with both hands now. But the one guy I go back to maybe even further, uh, I remember they told me the first time I played against him, that he, he only goes right. He only goes right. Got in the game. Let, let me I guess. get out on him. Clyde Drexler. Went, nope. Well, Clyde oh. was all right, too. But, <laughs> nope. Vinny, the microwave Johnson. Oh, wow. And he lit me up for about four baskets in a matter of two minutes. Go, all going right. I looked over at the bench, and they said, I we told you he's going right. I said, yeah, I know, I know. They said, I didn't say it was going to be easy. Yeah. <laughs> it damn sure Yo, was. I, you know, I, listen, I don't want to go full down the memory lane rabbit hole, but 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 I, I, now i got to follow that up, Rex, because cause yep. you, you, you're talking about my area uh, and Kenny's. Oh, I know, I know. Vinny, 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 the microwave. Give, give me more. I mean, was well, he was a major league problem, and Vinny was about six one, right? He just yeah, was cocked six, diesel, so he looked taller. Yes, yes, <laughs> long arms, yeah. um, and I mean, just a junkyard dog would come in and get buckets. And he wasn't a three point shooter. I mean, he he was just mid range and Man, getting buckets going. All, yes, Adrian Dan, AD, AD, <sighs> AD, another guy, same six weight. four, six same four. Weight. Yeah, I mean. Uh, Get Those buckets. guys were incredible. Big Buddha, James Edwards, and and Get and the, the, they were a problem. Uh, and not to mention Joe, Joe, and and oh, Isaiah out front. Yeah, they, yeah, man, they. Tough. That's yeah, man. All right, I'm gonna stay focused. I'm gonna stay focused <laughs> here, but I, we gotta have a full Monty. Yeah, we got we got to do that sometime. We 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 we're, we're, we're gonna do it soon because this this is this is what I'm talking about. This is like when you say Vinny Johnson, you say Joe Dumars, you say Isaiah, you bring these names. Like my yeah. heart starts to race. I, I gotta like, tell I get, you this one thing real quick. Give it's it to of, me. One of the give greatest things. I step out on the court. It's the first time I'm playing against the Celtics, and they've got Larry and Kevin McHale and Robert Parrish, Dennis Johnson, and Danny Ainge. That was their starting five, and uh, you know it's my first game. Uh, against these guys, I walk out, and somebody had told me uh, in the locker room, I, it was Jerry Seasting, who used to play with uh, Boston. He said, Larry always says, there's you know nobody in the world 6'6 six, six or under can, can guard him. And and I remember thinking that and because we go out to the jump ball and Kelly Trapuca goes over and stands beside uh, – Goes goes over my teammate goes over and stands beside Larry, which let Larry, lets Larry know that he's checking him tonight. And he goes, he looks around, looks over at Kevin McHale, goes, "Damn, Kev," he said, "Forget all that offense. We're just going four down all night, all night long, four down, talking talking junk to Kelly right there in front of everybody." And I will tell you, they went four down until Kelly purposely picked up his third foul. And it was hilarious, but that was that was so much fun, and, and just getting to see that up close and personal, hilarious. Yo, was 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 Larry? You know, because you know the, the way Twitter is now and social media, and the way the games are physically covered with cameras every mm-hmm. single place. You know, you you didn't you didn't you can't you didn't see it when he was playing, but in in hindsight, everybody, including you, I've talked to Dominique, and everybody talks mm-hmm. about Larry as like one of the main great trash talkers of all time. Is that real? I think it's real. Yeah, it's real, but it wasn't done in a way. It was done sort of funny. 
you know, like he would he would look over at you know an opponent at at, at the opponent opposing coach Kevin Lockery and go, you know, three seconds left. You know, here's what's going to happen. They're going to throw it into me. I'm going to dribble one way, go the other way. I'm making this shot, and then he would do that sort of stuff. He he, <laughs> but you know, you know, Kenyon, Mike, you can't don't you you got to pick your the people you're talking to wisely. And oh. and if you you don't want to bark up that Larry Bird tree or that Michael Jordan tree too often because uh, they, they ultimately are are able to shut you up with their play. <laughs> mm. Yes. Now, exactly. now now one more Boston Garden question. Yeah. That zoo they called an arena. Oh. That that hellhole. Oh. Okay. Can you're you're in you there, there in the eighties with the monkeys. I mean, we're talking about red faced lunatics. Yeah, Animals. Kenyon. Did you play there? Uh, no. Nah, in the old actually, garden. When I was in college. Oh, it was. It looked so pretty on TV, and I got there, <laughs> and it was awful. They had these big uh, rivets in the floor, big great great big screws. That I mean, if you fell, you could you just scar up everything. It was a dangerous place. It had dead spots all over it. But the worst, there were there were rats in there. They is that had, real? Yes, it's real. They had cats chasing the rats to, to <laughs> kill the kill the rats, and then the opposing locker room. Ugh, it was the worst and the greatest thing ever. If you're them, because they made the it was it was a hundred and let's call it a hundred and twelve degrees in the visiting locker room. So it just wow. burns you up, and then you know those old high school uh, showers. With the ones that it's got like six spigots, you're all standing mm-hmm. around in a circle. One man, of the, oh, only, only one of those spigots worked, and it was cold <laughs> water. It, it was awful. But and the fans a, there? Oh, they were uh, uh, the, the best and the worst. I mean, um, crazy. But it, it, it was a fantastic place, and they were just so damn good. It was it was fun. All right, this is the two man weave: Kenyon Martin, Rex Chapman. All right, where are you guys at with uh, Kevin Durant? What, what is the the, uh, the severity of Golden State's uh, 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 not having Kevin Durant for tonight? Is this strain strain calf thing real? How bad is a strain calf? What are you hearing on the streets? Who's texting you? Give me some information, fellas. What you got, Kay? Yeah, no, I don't. No one is texting me about his calf injury. I don't think it's of significance. I think if he doesn't play tonight, it's just being them being. Um, just taking precaution um, for, for later on in the series and later on in the playoffs. I'm uh, not risking further injury to it right now. I think they can win game two without him if he doesn't play. You know, so um, we shall see. But, yeah, um, you know, that that's kind of how I feel, Kenyon. And you know, uh, you came back from knee surgery after knee surgery, and he, he didn't have surgery here, but I kind of look at it and go, look, he probably he did too much too quick, and he's got a sore calf that they think can – you know, if he pushes it today or tomorrow, um, you know, could possibly move, turn into a strain of some kind. So I, my feeling is that this is just more precautionary more than anything and, and hope, hopeful that they can win tonight and get him on to uh, game three. Yeah, most uh, and now all the announcers, the, the, you know, and, and I've talked to, you know, people talk about this all the time. Is Steph Curry a crappy defensive player, an adequate defensive player, or is it because he's so ridiculous offensively that that no matter what he does defense, because he seems like he has effort, 
because you can't stop CJ and Dame Dollar. They're like a, mm-hmm. a major problem. They're not winning this series, but they're fun to watch. But but you know, I hear Steph getting criticized. Is Steph Curry? What's his defensive pro quo? Yeah, my my opinion is he's adequate for today's NBA. I mean, you can't guard anybody right now. And and mm. keep in mind, if Steph if Steph's guarding Dame, Clay's guarding CJ, and Clay and Clay's getting lit up too. And we know Clay's a terrific defender. So those guys are just a problem when they get it going. And you know too, guys. When you've got that green light like they do, there's not a big man on their team with a green light. They got two guards that can shoot it every time down if they want. That that gives you confidence as a player. So I, I think I think Steph's an adequate defender. But I will say this: much like I was, much like Steph, and defensively in that I was just light. I, I you know I, to play the two spot, I was light in the ass and. Mm. You know, it was it was tough for me, so I had to learn how to fight more. And and you know, you can't do that in today's game. Was, as soon as you touch somebody, now it's a foul. So, you know, he's got some challenges, but I think he's adequate. Um, I think he's in the same boat with like a Isaiah Thomas. That uh, okay, he's a, he's out there. <laughs> okay, all right. No, so you disagree a little bit, and that's fine. Yeah, I, yeah look, no, but they got they him. have good. Like he, like he gets steals here and there, but they, they have good team concepts. Okay. So that hide it better than just say like a James Harden or a a um. No, I got you. Or I got Thomas, you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, now, now, sure. But like you said, the, 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 this series you can't um the, the, um whatever say his defense because he can't guard Dame or CJ like. Not right. too many guards can. in the league can guard Dame. Yeah, that's teams. true. You know what that's I'm saying? True. So let's, hey, yeah. Hey, Rex and, and Kenny, before before I let Rex go, here's here's my other question. I can't believe I, it's taken me this long to 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 to, to ask about this. And, <laughs> and Rex, you could play, you could explain it from a friend office place, and right. and Kenny, you could explain it from from just a player place. Jordan, what's the dude's name? Chicago. He's actually playing well. Who had a clause in his freaking contract oh, that if he didn't Detroit. shoot, if he I'm, didn't yeah, shoot, Mo Harkless, Mo Harkless, Mo Harkless. Yeah. Yo, Rex, explain this to me. How, how is it a negotiating tool? Like, yo, my man, check this out. If you don't shoot a certain number of threes, yeah, we're gonna give you not a hundred bucks to charity or yeah. or five hundred bucks to the boys club. If you don't shoot a certain number of threes, we're going to give you five hundred thousand dollars extra on your contract. I never. Maybe this is commonplace. I don't no. know how. If, if 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 I had that in my contract, the one thing that I would say is I'll sign that. If there's a, this is like quiet is kept. I don't want any. That's I would be humiliated. Like yo, you're yeah. so bad of a three point shooter that we <laughs> we don't, we, we don't yeah. want you to shoot, and you are going to give you five hundred k. Here's an incentive to never shoot the basketball. Right? What is that? Well, I thirty five. I think it's probably a pretty good uh, decision. He. He doesn't need to be shooting that that ball out there like that. But and I wouldn't have even been flirting with it, though, right? Not at all. I wouldn't have yeah, nowhere come near to come down to the last four, four or five yeah. games. And then you have to purposely Man, please. not shoot the ball. Listen, you got to purposely <laughs> not do it now. Like, you wide yeah. open. You got to step inside the line. Like, come That's on. That's right. Yo, Make sure you man, know you're complaining. Listen, you're complaining. No, I was been on January. the line. Hey, he hasn't <laughs> shot in a three since January. Hey, Play off of him tonight. Listen. Hey, I would have got them all in before that point. 
Yep. I don't yep. understand. But how does that come up in a contract negotiation, you right. guys? Like, how, I've never things. heard of such a thing. It's just one of the things. Like, you shoot a certain field goal percentage, the team make it to the conference finals. Team, Like, it's all kind of things you can put in your contract to make money. But well, what yeah. about, how about, yo, if you shoot the threes, we're going to bench your butt. Right. Like, that, right. what, what, didn't, when did that stop working? Like, we got to pay you. You're that You're that bad so, of a shooter. and You can't control. Like, is it Tourette's? Did he have my, a three-point Tourette's? And he made one in game it. one, right? He made one in game one, and him and Draymond was going down the court talking about it. And oh, Draymond really? told him that he wasn't going to do it again. And he missed the next one, and yeah. Draymond was running down the court talking about it. I told you so. <laughs> so, oh, just one of them things. He can shoot him now. And he got that 500K. That's right. I fire at will. That's right. <laughs> Yo. You know, some of those, you put some of those incentives in there that are gettable. You know, yeah. you, they're basically fluff clauses. You, you're you're saying okay, look, uh, here's what we can fit in under the terms of the of the CBA. If but here's some bonus money you we're basically giving you. He shouldn't yeah. have been flirting with it that close though. Nah, oh, <laughs> bro, like they giving you this five hundred thousand, mm-hmm. they can't sign you for what you think you deserve. Right. They trying to look out for you on the back end, and you, right. I heard flirting to get that five hundred back. Uh. Come on, man, boy, you out of your mind. He was, see, <laughs> see, that's the problem with not having vets on the team. Yeah, that's right. Like, that's the problem not having vets on the team. How? If I would have heard that, I would have been like, boy, listen, yeah. are you out of your mind? It needs to be a hot potato. Yes, oh, man, you got away. that ball at the three, you better drive it. <laughs> <laughs> drive it or swing it. That's right. Or, or got, take a hey, step forward. You got forward. two things to do. Yeah, take a step inside the line. You got two things to do. Drive it, swing it. <laughs> All right, yo, Rex, I appreciate you 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 coming on the two man weave, man. I I love talking to you. I love hearing all the stories. Um, this is Rex Chapman, the the the, the blue bread unicorn. Hey, uh, we gotta get together, watch the games together, Mike, me, you, no, and Rex, man. No Let's question. do it. I would be in heaven. Jay Boogie over here. Uh, we'll do you, that. I'll be out you, next you week, got- fellas. Let's do it. You guys are going to be like, yo, Rapport's nuts because you're just going to be like, shut up and watch the game because I'm going to be in basketball heaven with you guys. Like, we if I have, that. like, all access and we can curse, we I'm, I'm going to just be at, like, man, it'll be fantastic. You guys come over to the house. Let's right. do it. Okay. All right. I'm in. We're going we're gonna, to we're gonna be back. We're going to be back. This is the two-man weave. NBA on tune. And, Rex, thanks for joining us. We're going to finish up discussing the playoffs. I want to hear how Kenyon Martin's big three Training sessions are going. Stay tuned. NBA on TuneIn. The two-man weave. Rappaport, Kenya Martin. Two-man weave will be right back. It's the NBA on TuneIn. Your home for the NBA Finals. Hi. Uh, I found a toy dinosaur over on the playground by Smith Street. Uh, it had this phone number on it. And, well, uh, I just wanted to make sure the dinosaur made it back to its little owner. Yeah, hi. I think I found your kid's stuffed animal near the swing set. Um, just want to call. I'm sure she misses it. I know my son gets super attached to the smallest things, even a fire truck. Uh, and I'd be happy to drop it off. The toy was a little muddy, so I cleaned it up. And um, it's good to go whenever you're around. When I found the little sippy cup, I just had to give you a call. It's for a kid, you know? We'd do anything for kids. Yet one in six children in the U.S. struggle with hunger. Help end childhood hunger and give all of our kids the meals they need to grow. Learn how at feedingamerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. Adopt U.S. Kids presents Multiple Choice Parenting. Your daughter just had her first breakup. 
Do you A, put yourself in her shoes? How could he do this to you? And for Sheila, she, she has split ends. B, console her. Oh, sweetie, this is going to happen a lot. Four, maybe five more times before you get married. C, take charge. Got to get this all straightened out. Keep a little talking to, man to man, mano a mano. Hey, Steve, it's now a good time? No? Okay, no problem. Bye. Or D, help her find a new boyfriend. I know a great place to meet boys. The internet. Nice, single boys. Never mind. How about some ice cream? As a parent, there are no perfect answers. But you don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. Thousands of teens in foster care will love you just the same. For more information on how you can adopt, visit AdoptUSKids.org. A public service announcement from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, AdoptUSKids, and the Ad Council. I spend a lot of time in the backyard, and I'm the center of attention at summer barbecues. In 96, I made some of the tastiest s'mores you've ever had. In 01, we stayed up all night telling ghost stories with the neighbors. Yeah, I know I've got a bit of wear and tear. And sadly, in 09, it was me, your backyard fire pit that accidentally started a wildfire when a summer breeze carried one of my embers into some dry brush. Sparks from an improperly extinguished fire pit can start a wildfire. Spark a change, not a wildfire. Visit SmokeyBear.com, brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ad Council. Only you can prevent wildfires. Hi, uh, I found a toy dinosaur over on the playground by Smith Street. Uh, it had this phone number on it, and, well, uh, I just wanted to make sure the dinosaur made it back to its little owner. Yeah, hi. I think I found your kid's stuffed animal near the swing set. Um, just want to call. I'm sure she misses it. I know my son gets super attached to the smallest things, even a fire truck, uh, and I'd be happy to drop it off. The toy was a little muddy, so I cleaned it up, and um, it's good to go whenever you're around. When I found the little sippy cup, I just had to give you a call. It's for a kid, you know? We'd do anything for kids. Yet one in six children in the U.S. struggle with hunger. Help end childhood hunger and give all of our kids the meals they need to grow. Learn how at feedingamerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. We're back. You're listening to the confrontational front court of Michael Rappaport and Kenyon Martin. It's Two Man Weave on the NBA on TuneIn. All right, this is the Two Man Weave. I want to thank my man Rex Chapman. I love talking to him. Always good to have Rex on. The best. Kenyon Martin, Michael Rappaport. The important games tonight are Atlanta at Washington. The MMA uh, UFC fight of the night. Atlanta at Washington. OKC at Houston, which is, is, is you know, everybody's most uh, favorite first-round matchup. Golden State and Portland, um, but the 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 second most uh, I think the actual second most legit and exciting first round matchup, and 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 is 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 this Milwaukee versus Toronto? 
They got some weirdly built, long, tall, young. Whoever's doing the drafting over there in Milwaukee, yo. Brogdon, is that his name? Malcolm. Yes. Malcolm Brogdon. Yo, rookie of the year. Bo- yo. Yeah, he, he should be. He should be the rookie of the year. Thawne Maker is, 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 is a strong rookie, tall, long. And, of course, Giannis is just literally like, you know, like people are giving nicknames all the time, but he's a freak. The, yeah. Those arms are freaky. Like the like he's just yeah. like the, his build is just his build yeah, is just. A, yo, he made a play love the night last night. The ball was like a rebound, offensive rebound. He slapped it back off the backboard and grabbed it. Like I didn't think he'd get to it. Like he's like he's like Stretch was, Armstrong. Yeah, man, he's he's going to be pretty good. <laughs> he's good now. He's going to be pretty good. Now. What's it, what's it going to take to get his jumper to where it needs to be? It's just it's, for him is a repetition because his arms are so long. You could tell like Toronto was backing off of him. They were just yeah. like, just do whatever you want. Just take it. Take yeah, the they jumper. Yeah, shoot. He made a few jump shots that had to start playing in minus. You right. know, um, they they would rather him do that than go make. Uh, I'm saying be the playmaker, but he's still not settling. You know what I'm saying? He's still driving the ball, still making plays. The jumpers that he's taking are in rhythm, so they're mm-hmm. not out of context. They don't look bad. Um, and JK is doing an excellent job, man. They're doing an excellent job at coaching him, and and his development is his own pace. You know what I'm saying? It's on the Kawhi Leonard pace. You know what I'm saying? I think it's a little accelerated wow. for what he has to do for his team right now. But it's on that kind of um, it's on that kind of pace. Yeah. You know, for him to be first team All NBA and first team All Defense, possibly. I'm saying um, league MVP one day. Um, he has wow. that kind of skill set. Yeah, and uh, them getting Chris Middleton back has been yes. really big. Huge, huge. And shout out to Greg Monroe, man. Moose is down there listening, doing work. Yeah, he's he's playing you know, really well. He's 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 doing work. You know, he's proven. Um, it's his first time being in the playoffs. What, five hundred and thirty some games? Mm-hmm. Never been in the playoff series. So he's making the most of his opportunity. What do you uh see uh this this series? How do you see this series uh, unfolding, Kenyon Jordan? Go ahead, Jordan. I mean, there's a lot of momentum going Milwaukee's favor right now. I mean, obviously you steal game one at home, and that wasn't just, you know, you know, an, an eke out win like, yeah, like Cleveland, Indiana game one. That was a beatdown. Yeah. And the, the thing that I like about Milwaukee, even though they're a young team, they were showing resiliency. Like Toronto played very well yesterday, yeah. and they couldn't shake them. Yeah, they, you know, it was up 12, then they, they cut into it, tied it. Had a chance to win it. I'm saying had it had a good look. Yeah. It was. I'm saying. Um, I don't like the fact that Giannis passed the ball mm-hmm. um, when they were down two. When it was 102, 100. Right. When Kyle flopped. That's why they didn't call the foul. Yeah. <laughs> Offensive foul. I think he should have rose and shot that. He should have. You know. You know he- I think his look right there was a great look. Defenders on the ground. Nobody's going to be able to block it. I'm saying. I think he should have shot that ball, but. Um. It is what it is, but uh, I like their chances going home and getting both of them. Yeah. You know? Wow. It's, it's a man, yeah. Toronto. Yeah, Toronto's good, but I man. just yeah, I, I think them not getting that first and at home put them in a hole, and, and and going to Milwaukee with those young energetic guys and that fan base is going to be loud and rocking in there. Yeah. I, I like their chances. I still think Toronto takes mm. it in seven. I, I, the person who I think I'm most disappointed by on Toronto is Jonas Valanciunas. Yeah. How do you have Giannis guarding you? Yes. And you can't even get in the block. Yeah, that's you, you a, can't. It's a wheel. I, it's just 
you know, he, he's a big he's a big boy. I mean, yes, when he's he playing for Lithuania in, in yeah, no, he's a big kid. Olympics, I'm I played against him. He's a big kid, and and he's just killing them. And they're I mean, Toronto's a strange team. I mean, they had 14 threes yesterday. They don't hit that many threes. Those are yeah. most threes they made. Serge shooting threes. I yeah. st- I still think Milwaukee's too young to win in a seven game series. I think they're so. Let me actually. So if they get home and. That they go to Milwaukee and get both, then what? Yeah, I mean, they, it's over. then they, they, then it should be over. Should be I over, don't think, think they're going to get both. You don't? I don't think they'll get both. That's, okay. I, that's what I, I think I, they I, get both. Okay. I think they go over there and I get both. You know, I think they come out there and they, the way they play defense, man. Yeah, they're they long. They scheme, they long, they cover mm-hmm. ground. I really think they get both, man. Okay. Like I think they go home, and I I think it's not close. There was there was wow. a moment in the game yesterday. I, who did Delhi do it to? Delhi knocked someone to the ground. He yeah. like turned. Yeah, so they complaining. Yeah, they knocked him. Yeah, knocked they complaining about him right now. So he's winning. Yeah, Delhi. He's doing what he's Dele, supposed to do. Yeah, nah, man. He's bringing what he's supposed to do. Like, like you said, Mike. That's what they had. That's what they got in there for. He made a name mm-hmm. for himself in Cleveland. I'm gonna knock down open jump shots. I'm going to be nasty defensively. I'm going to do what it takes to win, and I don't care who likes it, and I'm going to continue to do me. He's a dude you want on your team. You don't want to play against him. He's rolling ankles, and he don't care, and he's a good – as much as I like to break his chops, homeboy's on that kangaroo uh, kangaroo jack program. He don't play. I want Milwaukee to win. I like the way that Milwaukee plays. And they're a a problem. Yeah, they they definitely are moving forward, and then you give them a confidence of winning um, a playoff series. You know, them having the momentum and them, them believing that they can play. Yeah. And then going in the round two. Giannis, LeBron, you know, right? Yeah, great matchup. Oh. Yo, it's a great matchup. That'd be fun. Definitely. Um, finally, the, the one series that, that we didn't touch on, but, uh, you know, they, they tied it up last night. The Clippers in Utah. Um, I was surprised that the Clippers, uh, uh, you know, they, they, they got beaten up a little bit in game one. Um, last night they, they played good. I, I just I did the Clippers to me are like a, a juggernaut. I never can figure it out exactly. You know what's it going to take for this team to 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 live up to the expectations and and to live up to what I think is 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 um what 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 you expect from them. You know I I don't understand it. You know uh, CP three looks sprightly and good. What do you think about about the Clippers' uh, chances over Utah? I thought it was going to be an easier series. I didn't think it was going to be a walk in the park, but to lose that first game at home, it has to take some of the air out of you. Yes, yeah, um, Utah, they're, they're an interesting team. Um, I didn't see a whole, whole lot of them during the regular season, um, sparingly here and there. They move um, the ball. Yeah, I like their makeup. They play a little slower. They move the ball. They get everybody involved. They, mm-hmm. they, got, they don't, they're good they, on D. They're definitely good on D. They got solid players. They got solid mm-hmm. pros. They, uh, they got, I, I, um, I think they have a good mixture of vets and young guys. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I knew it wasn't going to be an easy series, but yeah, I thought the Clippers would have played better the game one. Um, yeah. It was a tough. It was, it was a, it was a good game, um, but I definitely thought they would have played better in game one. Um, and last night. They came out. They shot the ball well. They um they dominated the paint. Um, I'm, I'm saying without Rudy being yeah, there, they 60, just like they should have. Sixty to twenty points yes. in the paint. Yeah, sixteen in the first quarter, or something yeah. like that. You know what I'm saying? That's what they should have did in game one. And they wouldn't have been in this situation, you know. But they came out and made a conscious effort to get the ball inside and attack the paint. <clears throat> yeah. You know, so hopefully Rudy will be back in game three. Um, you, know, you don't know about um, the significance of his injury right now, but. Him being out there is a different ball game. You know, they can't just feast in the paint. 
But that's what the Clippers need to do. You know, they need to impose their will. Um, CP needs to dominate that matchup that he has. Um, DeAndre needs to dominate his matchup if, if Rudy's not out there. Right. You know, so um, they tied the series. Now they get to go to wonderful Salt Lake City and try to get a game. <laughs> or possibly the both. Fun, you know, it's not, a, fun in not the sun. an easy place. Not an easy place <laughs> to play, man. Not an easy right, place got, to play, Mike. We got about a minute and 45 seconds left. Kenyon, the big three is coming up. Been uh, tracking the trials and tribulations of you training, getting in shape for the big three. I know you're looking forward to that bump. How yeah, you feeling? Looking forward. I feel great, man. Um, body feel good. Um, just still, I'm saying, still doing core and legs and things like that. A few jump shots here and there, you know, but okay. just keeping it light. Light. Work Are you right guys? Now. Are you guys talking like amongst yourselves, like some of the players that you're friendly with? Like, it, it, like I, I really feel like this is going to be the sort of like what Rucker Park was, but 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 obviously you're all playing. But I feel like, especially in the summer, in the dog days of sports, I feel like this is going to be exciting. This big three tournament. I mean, there's so many good guys yeah, out there. Some, you AI. Yeah, it'll be um, it'll be definitely giving um, basketball fans something to look forward to. I'm saying after the NBA season. Um, that does not that interested in mm-hmm. NBA summer league, um, things like that. So and I'm where, excited. Where and when is the draft? The draft is I don't know. Oh, okay. Well, All um, right. I don't know. Well, we're gonna have that information. Um, Kenyon Martin, this has been fantastic show. I want to thank Rex again. Shout out. This to is Rex. the uh, the two man weave, the confrontational two. We're gonna be doing it until the wheels fall off. Until a champion has a trophy above his head and the confetti is in their hair, their hearts are racing, the champagne, the wine, the apple cider, whatever you want is going to be being poured. And then after that, an MVP will be given out. Um, <laughs> after the new year. Two-man weave. After the new year. Michael Rapport, Kenyon Martin, we're out. We'll see you next week. You've been listening to Two Men Weave with Michael Rappaport and Kenyon Martin right here on TuneIn. You're listening to the NBA on TuneIn. Listen like you mean it.